The following contest is scheduled for one fall! I've seen that man before, that's Randy Phil. The other one's some kind of half-man, half-monkey. It's a massive duplex and not one dragon in sight. Hello, you beautiful, sweaty marks, glorious shaggers. It's me, it's me, it's Mikey McD, your hungover host at home this week. Uh, Randy sent me his stuff, and to be honest, man, let's just fire straight into it. We're going to be talking about Dynamite. Hangman Adam Page returns, wins the chip for the casino ladder match, and on a very related note, I fucking hate AEW's Instagram page because they spoil absolutely everything for me. Absolute wankers. (laughs) This is the pay-per-view thrill, Randy Phil. We're on Snapdragon Duplex 41, and let's kick things off. I've already spoiled the main event. First match of the night, the Super Elite versus Jungle Boy Luchasaurus, who are the Jurassic Express, Christian and Brian Danielson in an eight-man tag match. And it was a fun match to kick off the show. I watched this match with some work colleagues and see trying to explain to them why there's a dinosaur fighting, why Marco Stunt, who's about 12 years old looking, gets kicked in the face by an adult man. Why there's two guys just running backwards and forwards off the ropes and then kissing Adam Cole. Baby! <laughs> it was hard to explain all of that, what was going on, but they were entertained. So when Tony Schiavone says the young bucks are only entertaining themselves, that's not true. I was entertained and five other grown men were entertained. And I'll give a shout out to my work tag team partner. He is Pepper. It is Mr. Tom Wong. Thanks for tuning in, mate. And a shout-out to all the boys, all the fans of the show. So, good first match, entertaining first match. I called it right, the Elite win. Was it dodgy means it was, wasn't it? There were some low blows involved. Then we got a fucking four-way BTE trigger on Jungle Boy for the win. Mm. Fucking awesome match. We need to have more feuds with this. It can't just end after the beat, after the Elite win an eight-man tag so Mikey, did you love this match? Have you got any fun spots for the match? And how do you book going forward? What do we do now? I'll tell you what we do now. We have an absolute banter match and we put Marco Stunt up against Michael Nakazawa. <laughs> That's what I want to see. What do you want to see, mate? Give the people what they want. They want Marco Stunt fighting Nakazawa. Uh, no, this was a really good match, man. It was fucking dragons, dinosaurs and Tarzan's oh my um, load of fun um, did you notice Jungle Boy botched an over the ropes hurricanana he didn't like land on Matt Jackson he just kind of fell uh, and Matt Jackson just had to like flip and make it look like he did, anyway it was funny maybe it was Nick Jackson I can't remember um, yeah the elite win with a 4 way BT trigger, this isn't the end of this it's going to carry on and I'm all in for it so Super Elite versus Super Jurassic Express. Is that what they're going to call them? Probably not. CM Punk cut a promo. He says, are the fans getting a little tired? I'm getting a little tired just because I'm watching it every week. But it was a short promo, so I'm happy. And he's promoting a match on Rampage against Danny Garcia. I'll get it later. Unless, Mikey, you want to say anything about it now. Otherwise, we'll move on. Punk fears hook. That is all. And we're moving on to a very dodgy promo of Arn Anderson 
breaking into Cody's back garden and setting a fire in the middle of the night. And who the fuck does Cody think he is? He just wears a suit at midnight, kicking about the house, sees a fire outside and starts shouting at Arn Anderson. I don't know. Weird promo. Yeah. I hope the next time we see them, something big and drastic has changed or happened. What about you, Mikey? What do you make of the promo? Are you expecting any changes the next time we see the boys? It's a bit weird because it seems like Arn Anderson's the one who's going to be making him turn heel now. When originally I thought he was going to turn heel on Arn Anderson. So, yeah, I think we're going to start seeing a change. The next match we got was the TNT title defence match. Sammy Guevara defending against Bobby Fish. Not sure if it happened before or after the match, but look... But Bobby Fish has now been made all elite, so I'm kinda of buzzing for that. At this point though, the fucking roster is so stacked, there's too many boys. All the boys. Anyway, Sammy Guevara retains with his first title defence and a good match. I really enjoyed the match. But the match isn't where the story is for this, is it? The story is with Sammy Guevara, Jericho, Jake Hager, perhaps Fuego del Sol. And Dan Lambert with America Top Team and Many of the Year. Big match coming in a couple of weeks' time, I think it is. Where is it they're fighting? Was it Miami? Aye. I can't remember. It's Miami. But, Mikey, this is all your boys. So if you've got anything you want to say about it, let us know. Should I be low-key buzzing for Inner Circle versus America Top Team? The one thing that I will want to say, though, is Dan Lambert's timing for promos and stuff is fucking impeccable. Oh, phenomenal. Whenever he was managed to cut the music just before the crowd cut in mm-hmm. to continue singing Judas, it was incredible. It worked so well. But, Mikey, are you buzzing for this feud, or do you wish it was someone else that America top team are going to be fighting? No, I mean, Jericho's the right dude. Jericho's the right dude. He's just because he's so campy and funny, it just works. But it sounds like it's going to be Jericho versus Jorge Masvidal is going to be the fucking thing, which that'll be interesting, man. Um, when you get fighters from other sports coming in, it's it's uh, it's quite interesting. It either goes really weird or it goes really well. Um, Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman, that was a good one. That was a good one from recent memory or recent-ish. Um, the match itself, the Sammy Guevara match was alright. Uh, we've got a new belt, we've got a iced out glitz and glam kind of belt. Yeah, and I'm, I'm happy that Bobby Fish has signed as well. That's good news. Happy days. So all night we were getting an announcement that Tony, I think they said Tony Khan's going to be making an announcement, but he never showed up. Instead, it was your shagger, my shagger, everyone's shagger, Tony the shagger Shavoni comes out, makes the announcement with referee Aubrey Edwards that there is a new belt coming. It is the TBS Championship and it is more or less a carbon copy of the TNT Championship except it's got a light blue accent around the champion. It looks alright. looks the exact same as fucking TNT belt. I'm not fussed, but it is what we thought it was going to be. It's a women's championship and they're going to have a women's tournament to declare the champion. I don't think we've got a proper bracket set up, but your girl, Jade Cargill, is going to be in it. Yeah. She has to be the top pick, definitely for this show. 
I'll let you take her as a top pick, or you can change once we get proper brackets. But let's stay tuned, let's see where it goes. What do you think, mate? Do you think it'll still be Jade, or do you want to wait and see who's in the tournament before changing minds? Nah, it'll be Jade. 100% Jade. Okay, next up we had another promo. Darby had a sit-down promo with JR. It done very little for me. I wasn't interested in it at all. But I just want to brush over this, that whenever Darby interrupted MGF last week, I didn't even click that this is Darby feuding with the pinnacle because the first week we had Darby taking on Sean Spears with Tully and Sting in each corner and then Tully was teasing that he's going to be fighting Sting. Then we had the FTR versus Sting and Darby, which was cool. And I was like, yeah, right, nice. Then the next week, Darby interrupted MGF. I didn't even think of it as Darby feuding with the pinnacle. I just thought Darby's interrupting MGF because he's a wanker. But here we go. Darby is working through the pinnacle and I want to see him up against Wardlow. I want to see Wardlow throw him about like an empty tracksuit. <laughs> Everybody wants to see that. Just think of the visuals. Just Darby getting fucked about. It'll be brilliant. <laughs> so it took me a while to realise that's what's happening. But then again, I am a little slow. So we need to take that into account. Have you got any thoughts on this just now, Mikey? Or do you want to touch on it later? <sighs> touch on it later, man. I mean, uh, this... So the stuff with Nick Camarato, I find quite boring. Um, the Pinnacle stuff, I've yeah, I've, I've, you're right. He is feuding with the for the Pinnacle, so that will be good. And the Wardlow match will be a highlight for sure. Do you think they'll tag up to take on FTR? Or have they done that already? I can't remember. I remember him and Sting tagging up to beat someone. I can't remember who it was now. My brain is not functioning correctly just now. So Darby has his match, he's fighting Nick Comerato and he just comes out the fucking gate and he comes down the entrance, climbs the turnbuckle and just dives onto Nick Comerato and we get a fucking good wee brawl, decent match, quick match, Darby wins with a coffin drop but any time I see him hitting it, his neck just jolts so bad it looks as though that he's going to end up giving himself a fucking whiplash or something and it makes me cringe now. Why does he do it? Why is he doing that? Well, after the match, Darby and Sting are in celebrating. Sting turns around and he gets hit with a diamond cutter off QT Marshall. Mm-hmm. And he no-sells. He's 62 years old and he is no-selling table spots, no-selling finishers. Yeah. Sting is going into business for himself. <laughs> but fair fucks to him. Sting, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Worked himself a dish. You got anything you're wanting for this match, Mikey? Nah, not at all, man. I find it really boring. So we're in the ring and Dante Martin's going to cut a promo. He gets all about three seconds into a promo. And he sounds confident on the mic. I'm, I'm fucking warming up to this guy. A bit jealous because he's only fucking young 20s, athletic as fuck, doing all the flips, better athlete than I'll ever be, but he's good on the mic as well so far. It was short, it was sweet. He says he's going to do an open challenge. He's not got a belt, but he just wants an open challenge. And Malachi Black is the one who knocks on Dante Martin's door. Mm. Gives him the mist, gives him a kick, lays him out. Dante Martin sells it like an absolute fucking champ. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to be happening then. We could have a Dante Martin, Malachi Black very soon. That'll be a good match, won't it, mate? Yeah, it will be, yeah. 
Yeah, it'll be a good match, mate. Um, I, I, I liked it. I liked Dante Martin come out and giving it the whole "I'll fight any man" kind of gimmick. That was good. And then um, I was surprised that Malachi Black showed up, and that kind of makes me hopeful that Cody's not going to feud with him anymore, which I'll be buzzing about. So this was a marquee match for the show. It was Hikaru Shida, who's one of the best women's champs that they've had in AEW, taking on Serena Deeb. If Hikaru Shida wins, then it'll be her 50th televised win in AEW. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Is it? Well, yeah. I don't know if it's televised. I think they count Dark and Dark Elevation as well, but 50 wins, fucking nice. The only other one I think that has it is Jungle Boy. Yep. Jungle Boy, Jack Jones, Jack Perry, whatever you want to call him. Jack Jones. So, Serena Deeb actually wins and stops Hikaru Shida for getting this 50 wins. She makes her tap out with a Serenity Lock. This was really good match psychology where Serena Deeb just working that knee in the leg of Hikaru Shida all match. Wears her down, makes her tap out. Serena Deeb then picks up the 50 match trophy and rattles Hikaru Shida with it. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love this match. It was a really good match. Mm-hmm. I hope to see more of these two in top tier matches. I mean, this could have been a fucking title match for that TBS belt. That could have been your main final match. Maybe it will be. But I hope it's not because I really want to get invested in the story of Hikaru Shida chasing her 50 wins as a women's division but she just can't do it she just keeps falling at a hurdle and she just like keeps dropping down in opponents so like she starts off against Serena Deeb then maybe she goes for Britt Baker's not Rebel with the other one called the English Bird then she drops down to like Ty Conte not that this is a fucking ranking or whatever but she tries to get easier opponents and just keeps losing what do you make of that? How did you like the match? Have either of these women made you think maybe Jade Cargill won't be a TBS champ? Maybe it could be Serena Deep. What's your thoughts, mate? Um, it was a really good match. Uh, when they came out and they had the trophy already made for her, I actually I said to myself, I was like, how fucking funny it would it be if she'd have lost? And the answer is super fucking funny. I I I, I laughed when she lost. I was like, fucking, there we go. And then Serena Deep smacked her with the trophy. So. Pretty good, um, all round. I'm not so sure in your idea um, about her losing and losing and losing and losing because WWE do that a lot and it just makes you not care about the person. Do you know what I mean? And then once they get their one win back, it's like, I know I've seen them lose like a million times now, so they're just a job in my mind. But yeah, I, I do like the idea that she's going to be chasing for it and I don't know how they're going to... She's going to have to beat Serena Deeb. And then lift the trophy after that will be the kind of payoff for it. So maybe she keeps trying to beat Serena Deeb and Serena Deeb keeps winning. So Darby Allen, he's just had his match against Nick Comarato. He gets approached by Marvez, I think it was. Alex Marvez. And Marvez tells him MJF either challenged him or he accepted a challenge for him next week. Mm-hmm. So they were going to be fighting next week on Dynamite, I think it is. Until... The IRA show up and they absolutely bury Darby Allen. They fuck him up big time. I mean, this guy has got no luck. You think he's already taking on MJF and the Pinnacle. What are these masked goons doing showing up, beating on Darby Allen? I thought next week when he has this match, he's already going to be on a 5-on-1 
and then uh, with an extra four guys, it's it's going to be insane. So, like a nine-on-one match, that's mental. But we get word that Darby Allen is not fit to compete next week. But it's Darby Allen, he's never fit to compete, so he might end up showing up anyway. What are your thoughts here, Mikey? How do you feel about Darby Allen being jumped? Do you think we'll still get the match next week? So, he got jumped by a big pile of hoodlums in Balaclavas. And, and the commentary were like, who do you think it is? And I was like, it's the Ra. It's got to be man. It's got to be the IRA. It can't be anyone else. But then they kept saying it was the pinnacle. And that made me think, maybe it wasn't the Ra. Maybe it was MJF. But we'll never know. We'll never know. So here we are, main event time. The casino ladder match. The winner, the AEW World Heavyweight Championship title match shot. Love it. So Moxley, Lance Archer, Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy, Pac, Andrade... And the Joker, the Joker was Adam Page. I already spoiled it at the start because AEW <laughs> spoiled it for me on Instagram. Wankers. Mm-hmm. But given given the fact that Adam Page wins, it was still a fucking good match, it right? Was great. I liked the staggered entrances. Did they do this in the last ladder match? I couldn't remember. Yeah, they did. Are they we? must have done it. But I like that. That's a cool thing that you can win it at any time. Not everybody needs to be in the ring, so if you've got your two guys, fucking go for it, go for it, try and win it. Love that. I like that they got rid of the stupid fucking Sonic the Hedgehog gold coin, and they were actually using a poker chip. Um, yeah, Adam Page returns, he got a big fucking pop. As soon as he came back, you were just thinking, this is how he gets back in the title picture. He gave it up whenever he lost the fucking... Excellent Survivor Series match, even though it wasn't a Survivor Series match. It lost the 10-man elimination, whatever it was. You're thinking, right, he's never coming back for it now. How do you get him back in? It doesn't make sense. This makes sense. This is why AEW are so fucking good at storytelling. Mm -hmm. So, Adam Page wins. He's got the chip. When does he fight Kenny Omega? This is what I want to know, Mikey. Do you have the match... Just the next title match, it could be like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks down the line. Do you make it at a pay-per-view? Do you have him use it like a money in the bank? You say, right, you've got it for a year. You can cash that chip in any time up to a year. Or would you say to him, right, pick a date, pick a place. This is where you have the title match. How would you book it going forward? What did you make of the match? And what did you make of the show, mate? So, I mean, there's a lot there um i loved the match i thought it was fucking great it was cowboy shit indeed uh i was buzzing adam page's back and i was buzzing he won and i can't wait to see him fight kenny omega and it feels like a pay-per-view match but when's the next pay-per-view it's gonna be a wee while so maybe they'll just make it like a big special event hangman has to win he has to win so i don't know man it's uh it's all up in the air it wouldn't surprise me if, um, what's he called, Adam Cole interfered to screw Adam Page over. There's too many Adams. But anyway, I can't wait for that match. I just can't wait. I'm buzzing. So that's going to be me for this week on Dynamite. We're going to skip Rampage. We'll do Rampage next week because we're going to do a special episode. We're going to do the live one. 
AEW's fucked their whole show. They're doing Rampage, then they're doing Dynamite on the Saturday. So we wouldn't have anything to cover by the time that we're home. So we'll leave Rampage. We're going to cover Rampage. We're going to have a third man. We're going to be three-wheeling on our next live episode. I am buzzing, hoping that we get a really good show. Mm-hmm. Mikey, I've told you, get something that you want to think of. I've got something. The guy's got something. It's going to be a good one. Tune in for it. I'll see you all next time. Mikey, thanks for putting it together. You're a fucking gem. Randy fell out. Mind what you're doing. Randy fell out. Right, guys, that was another episode. I'm extremely hungover. I'm going to go and get some fluids and maybe have a nap. Um, But, yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, Glad for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, even. And take care of yourselves. Catch us on the link tree. Mikey Mac out.